amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Hopefully you can hear me all right. I'm having a little bit of an issue this morning with my uh, service, but that's all right. This is Marley, and you're listening to the Yarn Thing Podcast with Marley Bird. You can catch the Yarn Thing Podcast live every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock Mountain time. That's 12 o'clock on the East Coast, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, and 11 o'clock in the Midwest. If you're anywhere else in the world and would like to join us for the live broadcast, please Google what time 10 o'clock Mountain Time is for you. I do live in Denver, Colorado. You can come and join the fun. Let's say thank you to our lovely sponsors today, Buffalo Wool Company, Creative Bug, Erin Lane Bags, Craftsy.com, Stitches.Events, and Red Heart Yarns, where I'm the proud national spokesperson. You can learn more about my sponsors by visiting the Marley Bird uh, website and clicking on the sponsor menu, and you'll have a direct link to each one of them. You can go by and say hello and thank them for sponsoring your favorite podcast. So if you want to participate today, I am doing a Facebook Live broadcast as well over on the Marley Bird Facebook page. It's just marleybird.com forward slash Marley Let's try that one more time. Facebook.com forward slash Marley Bird. Um, come and say hello. You can see how lovely I look today. Um, it's been a rough morning, not going to lie. My sister is out of town, and she's asked me to take her kids to school every day, which is not that big of a deal other than the fact she lives 30 minutes away, and so I have to get up way earlier than I'm used to. But those of you out there who have real jobs where you have to get out of bed at a certain time, you have no compassion for me, and that's totally okay. Just know I'm I'm a little tired. <laughs> Anyways, we're good. We're good, though. I am so thrilled about today's guest. She is a new guest on the show, um, a new designer to me, and I am a fan of her work as I've been checking it out. I am talking about a Amanda Perkins, who is joining us today to talk about her new book, Rainbow Crocheted Afghans, and I'm pretty sure this is her over here, so I'm going to click on this and say, Amanda, is that you? Hi. Hi. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hello. Um, I'm all good Hi. today. <laughs> the connection's a bit how fuzzy, you doing? but um, it's good. It's good. The sun's shining and the birds singing and... It's lovely. <laughs> so for those of you who might not know, Amanda is calling us from across the pond. So there will be a slight delay as I'm talking and she's talking. I'll do my best to not talk over her. Um, please forgive me if I do. But uh, obviously, she has a fantastic accent, so this should be a good episode to listen to. Even if you're a knitter and you're just like, eh, I don't like crochet, I'm sure you're going to love to listen to Amanda. <laughs> so let's, let's jump in. Um, so you just said the the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and you're on the Yarn Thing podcast. Amanda, welcome. We are glad you're here. Thank you. So let why don't I start off and have you tell us a little bit about yourself. Use this as a chance to um, just give us an idea of when you learned to crochet, when it became a passion, 
And um, then we'll we'll transition that into how the book came to be. Okay. Uh, my granny taught me to crochet at a very young age. I can't actually remember when. Um, probably about four or five. I always found crochet really, really easy. Um, my granny and my mother both tried to teach me how to knit, but I took my hands off the needles when I swung the yarn. Oh, sorry, I've got two dogs now. Come to help. Go away, pair of you. Um, yes, um, I don't knit very well. I can do it, but it just doesn't inspire me. Crochet, is, it just comes naturally. It's like breathing. Um, it's just something I do. <laughs> I totally can understand that. So when you started crocheting first from your, your grandmother when she taught you, what did you like to make at the start? Uh, I think it was just granny squares or just um, half, half trebles, backwards and forwards to make blankets. But I wasn't actually making anything. It was the physical action of doing it and touching the yarn. And it was just, you know, I haven't ever really thought about it. It's just always been there. Yeah. So when um, you first learned, did you just kind of find that you were designing on your own? Were you following patterns? Like, how did you, how did you jump in with all of this? Um, well, I, I kind of crochet wasn't a proper craft in, in my, you know, in my eyes. In knitting was was the thing you did. I ran a hand dyed yarn company, and I needed patterns to sell my yarn. I designed a couple of knitting patterns, but they were awful, really bad. And I just thought, well, I'll try a crochet one. And I've never followed a pattern. I'm I'm dyslexic, so I just get confused. I, I can follow pictures, but written patterns, just too much. So I wrote my own, and it started from there. And that was back in 2002. Well, no, 2006, I think, I first published. Um, and it's just developed from there. That is so cool. So you, you started, you said you first published. Did you then self-publish? Yes. All my patents have been self-published up until Rainbow Crochet Afghans, which is actually Rainbow Crochet Blankets in the UK. So I, you have to forgive me <laughs> if I call it blankets rather than Afghans. That's all right. Totally okay. <laughs> and we'll we'll uh we'll figure it all out on our end. It will work out. So I'm looking on Ravelry. Um so you started really kind of designing prior to Ravelry. But Ravelry must have been a big uh a big good thing for you because then you have a place to start publishing your work. Um, Ravelry started off they contacted me. Um, before it started and asked me if I would put my yarn on so for you know for a year or so I, I just it was just all about my yarn crochet because I wasn't taking crochet very seriously um, I needed to sell the world and then I you know after a while I started putting crochet patterns on and it just exploded and I haven't looked back since yeah. it has been you know revelry <laughs> has been the making of me <laughs> you know what? That's fantastic. Casey and Jess really have, they've started a lot of different careers. 
um, absolutely, along with MIDI and all of that. So here we are. I'm I'm actually I'm looking at your Ravelry page, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start off there real quick, and I'm looking through the various designs, and you do have a couple of knitting stuff, um, but your crochet is spectacular. So kind of talk to me a little bit about your design aesthetic and your your passion for color, because that definitely pops as I look through your designs that you've done. I've always always loved color. It's always been the thing that's really excited me. And, you know, forget about yarn, just walking into an art shop and all the different color paints or a sweet shop with all the, all the sweets in jars all lined up. It's just always, I just want it. I want so much of it. Um, so I like to put all those colors in my blankets. I think running the Natural Dye Studio for so long, it, it taught me a lot about color. I had to edit all the photographs of all the yarn for 15, no, 13 years to put online. Um, because the photos were online, I needed to get the colors as close as possible so my customers um, knew what color they were buying, which made me analyze the color so deeply that sometimes my head, made my head spin. <laughs> but it, it's, I think that gave right. me a deep understanding. Of, of color, really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's really stunning. I I really admire people that have such a great sense of color. Um, I mean, I do the best I can, but I wouldn't say that I am great at color. Um, but when I look at some of your work, I mean, the the color combinations you've made are right up there for me, like with what Koigu does. Like I'm so in, in awe of what they do with their yarn and the different patterns that they um, put together and, and Kathy. And it's um, it, when I look at your design, like your, your sense of color and um, whatnot is just right up there with that. And that's meant to be a compliment. Like they, I really look up to them. Oh, thank you. That's lovely to hear that. So when I look at some of your design stuff, um, it's obvious you like to work a lot of motifs. And I noticed before when I was prepping for this um, conversation that you had two wonderful ebooks, Desirable Crochet Motifs, Volume 1 and 2. And I was like, oh, those look great. And I looked at them and they weren't available. And so the first question is going to be, are they going to be available soon? <laughs> you just went really, really crackly. I think you asked, um, why aren't they for sale? Um, they're not for sale at the moment because I'm rewriting them. I'm Well, not rewriting them. Okay. I'm redoing all the charts and redoing the photographs and making them beautiful. They were done in the very early days when I drew the charts by hand. And over time, yeah. I've learned how to draw, draw them a lot more professionally. So those two books will be republished at some time, hopefully next year fantastic because you can count me in as purchasing one those both of them they they look fantastic so what's what's really awesome is i look at your your ravelry stuff and everything that you have i mean your sense of color as I, we've already established is impeccable and you really like to work a lot with motifs that's what it looks like um and particularly with blankets and then you even have motifs where you put together um different garments and i mean they're just they're really beautiful. It's one of those things that I really feel like 
if there's a knitter out there that's like crochet is ugly, I could point them directly to you and say, hey, here's an example of what can be just stunning with crochet. Um, I, I love, I love your work. Uh, I love the color and I love the different designs you have. So how did you go from self-publishing and then going into Rainbow Crocheted Afghans? Tell me how that story came to be. Um, because of the yarn, because of my yarn company, I did a lot of wool shows in the UK. and have actually been to the US. I came to TNNA one year. Um, so it was a consumer show, and the book publisher came to the stand. I had the blankets on show to sell the yarn, and she asked if I'd write a book. And I said yes. It was, you know, it was something I always quite liked the idea of, but I didn't think it would happen. So I was overjoyed when she asked. <laughs> so when you set forth with the book, like what, what were your parameters? What was your idea? Obviously color was a big part of it because of the lovely yarn. Um, but kind of take us through your process. I seriously, I love it. I love all of them. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it kind of started off as the rainbow. I was going to do the seven colors um, and two blankets of each, of each design, but I ran out of time and I couldn't make 14 blankets. So there are the seven colors of the rainbow. You know, there's, there's a blanket based on each color and four extra ones, <laughs> which they are based on the same the extra ones are based on one of the designs. So there's uh, four sets of sister blankets and what's that? Six six single blankets. Um, they don't necessarily look like the colours they're supposed to be. The pink one is Rose Garden, um, which kind of looks pink from a distance. The purple one is the um, no, that was Rose Window. Forget that. Not Rose Garden, Rose Window. Uh, not Garden is the purple one. Um, the colours of the yarn that I used in the book was all my hand dyed, and it was dyed with plants, so the colours are softer. It's you know they're different to commercial yarns. So the yellow one's good. That looks yellow. The orange one is looks orange, but the others, you know, it's, they're a bit indistinct. I, I love it. When, you know, I know that um, your yarn company, I don't even think, have we said the name of your yarn company yet? <laughs> I think we just keep calling it your yarn company. <laughs> oh, I, I closed it. I had to close it two years ago um, because the book took over my life. And um, originally my husband and my daughter were you're working with up. me. You're breaking up just. There you are. I think I got you now. Your daughter and your That's, husband were working with you. They were working with me, and he was offered a proper job, so went off to do a proper job, um, which left myself and my daughter. Uh, I was writing the book, and the business was just, we couldn't cope. It was too much. We were both getting really stressed and angry and argued all the time, and I don't want to have that relationship with my daughter, so I thought, I will close the business 
concentrate on the book and, you know, be friends with my daughter again. So it closed. <laughs> so you closed down Fiber Speed? No, um, the Natural Dye Studio. Fiber Spates is a company that I use a lot of their yarn now, and they're still going. Okay. All right. All right. There I am. I'm with you now. Um, so my question then is going to be, uh, how do you decide which yards to use for each one of your designs that you that you um, did? Um, I I choose the yarn by color. It's you know it's I will mix lots of different yarns up in a single blanket because the color is more important than the yarn. I am a yarn snob and I only use natural fibers, but I will use uh, you know the budget end of the range of of yarn and also the most expensive that I can get my hands on. So I'm I'm quite happy with whatever as long as it's the right color. I totally understand that. I totally understand. Well, let's talk about some of these designs. Um, yesterday you posted a picture on your Facebook page of a, of a beautiful little baby laying on a beautiful blanket. And why don't you tell us about that blanket? Because I made the comment that I loved the blanket, which I know it was supposed to be focused on the baby, but I was like, look at that blanket. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, the baby and the blanket are all kind of connected uh, the baby is my daughter's baby, my first grandson, well, my first grandchild, called Albert, or rather Bertie. Um, when she told me she was pregnant, I thought, I have to make him a granny square blanket because I'm going to be a You're granny. You're breaking up a little bit. Of... I, heard you, I heard you say that it's your first grandbaby, but then all of a sudden it broke up. So I'm not sure what happened. Right. Um Okay, uh, because I was going to be a granny, I decided to make a granny square. But I just couldn't get my head around it. I haven't made one for a long time. And it just, whatever I did, just didn't seem right. So I used one of uh, my motifs um, and adapted it and changed it. And so the blanket is my version of a granny blanket. I love it. She's saying that her blanket is her version of her gran of a granny blanket because she couldn't wrap her head around doing a granny square blanket. And so it's beautiful. I just put the link to the blanket that I'm speaking about. Um, oh, maybe I didn't. Yeah, I did. Uh, over on the Facebook Live page so you guys can see which one I'm talking about. It's the Queenie Square Crochet Blanket. It's simply gorgeous. Um, and it's just, it's so much more than just a, a granny square. And it's so pretty in all the colors, and I think that it would be perfect whether it was for a boy or for a girl. Like if you're looking for that something special to make somebody in your life who's maybe having a baby or is um, maybe it's their first grandbaby, this is a really good choice. I think it's it's simply gorgeous, and the yarn is a fingering weight yarn, so you get this really beautiful detail in the stitch patterns that she's used with the yarn color and everything because of the weight of the yarn, which is, is amazing. It's one of the reasons I really love using fingering and sport weight yarns is because, all right, this is one of the reasons I love using fingering and sport weight yarns with crochet is because it really allows the crochet stitches to really become this elegant, beautiful lace-like work that is just 
absolutely stunning. So I I love this, Amanda. Congratulations on your grandson. Um, he looks like he looks like a, a cute little baby. Um, oh, it's fantastic. So if I were to ask you out of the out of the entire book, which which blanket or which afghan is your favorite? My favorite is the yellow one, the crop circles one. It was the first one I made, and I didn't don't normally use a lot of yellow, so I challenged myself to make a yellow blanket. I mean, um, I'm not sure what not. We're, we're breaking up a lot. I can't. I can't hear you. Like I'm hearing like every fourth or fifth word, um, which stinks. I want to hear you. I'm not sure what's happening. Um, let's see. We were doing so well there for a little bit. It's it's yeah. It's it's. Are you still with me? Some, you know it. Yeah, I can hear you. Sometimes you break up. Sometimes you're nice and clear. Oh, guys, I think we might have lost her. Can you guys hear her? Hi. Amanda. Crud, guys. It says that I lost the phone call. Okay, so I'm reconnected. I can see where Amanda is here again. So I'm going to click on Amanda. Let's see if maybe we can catch her. Amanda, are you there? Yes, I'm back. Hi, I am too. It's disconnected both of us. Yeah, it seems clearer this time. Yeah, I I hear you pretty all right. I don't know who knows what's going on. Uh, you know, sometimes I was just telling the Facebook Live people that I was just like, of course this would happen when I'm talking all the way across the ocean. I'm like, absolutely. Anyways, let's pick up where we left off. I was asking you what blanket was your favorite out of the book. The first one, the yellow one, um, the crop circles. Uh, I hadn't made a yellow blanket, the crop circles blanket. It's beautiful, and I love the yellow. Um, I love how some people have done uh, variations, too. As I'm looking on Ravelry right now, there is somebody that did a purple or a kind of a bluish haze one, but I'm a big fan of that yellow. Like, it is just crisp and just beautiful. It's it's not a normal yellow. It's a slightly duller yellow, um, which I think is a proper corn color. It's uh, a drop sound yes. pattern yarn, which is um, it's called goldenrod, and it's fuzzy and it's just the right color. I, it really is. It's it's stunning. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. I love it. Well, you know what? I'm not going to risk the chance of us getting dropped again. And so it's the time of the show that we give away prizes. And it's my understanding we're giving away a copy of your book. Is that right? Um, no. It, well, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's the English version, not the American version. So it's in English terms. Okay. Okay. Um, are you sending out an actual copy or are you going to do a digital copy? Because you could do a digital copy. No, it's, it's, it's only a physical t- copy, so I'll be sending it all the way from the U.K. Oh, my goodness, girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. All right, so there's going to be one winner today, you guys, and we're going to do that winner uh, for leaving a comment, especially with everything we have going on with the, 
the podcast today. I'm not going to have anybody call in because I'm afraid we would totally drop calls again. So what I'm going to do is, um, oh, hold on. Caitlin is Caitlin is contacting me. I've got to check with Caitlin. She's telling me, uh, no, it should be Ravelry Patterns. I updated that. Um, all right. So, Amanda, are we giving away Ravelry Patterns? Is that what we're doing? Well, um, we can give one book away, and if you've got other winners, we can do some Ravelry Patterns as well. Okay, what's, I want to make it easiest for you. I just misunderstood. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> I totally bit you on the spot. I love this. Well, let's let's go ahead, and we will give away a copy of the book to somebody who leaves a comment on the show notes. Um, and so go ahead and sit back for just a second. I'm going to chat just for a second. Um, and, you know, um, I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted all of a sudden. Caitlin is trying to text me as I'm talking, and I'm like, what, what, what? Uh, if you guys, if this is the first time you've listened to the show, I'm sorry. I promise usually the shows aren't this chaotic. <laughs> We're good, though. We are having a good time, having a wonderful guest. Um, after the podcast today, Caitlin will put the show notes up over at MarleyBird.com. If you go to MarleyBird.com, you will find a brief description of everything we talked about in the show, including links and images. And um, you can find everything you need right there. At the bottom of that post, you can see where you are able to leave a comment. All you do is leave a comment that will include a keyword that Amanda will give us here in just a minute, and that will enter you for a chance to win a copy of the book. Now, after you've done that, all you need to do is sit back and wait. We usually choose a winner about two to three weeks after the original air date of the podcast, and uh, that's in order to give you enough time to go back and listen to shows and just catch up because we know that life is busy and sometimes you can't get, catch a show immediately when you need to. If you are listening live to the podcast, we will go ahead and give away um, a prize live. We'll give away um, one of her Ravelry patterns. So if you want to call in, and hopefully you guys don't have any problems today calling in with everything, the guest call number is 347 347- Five three nine five five eight nine three four seven five three nine five five eight nine. Give me a call and you'll be placed on the switchboard. We will randomly select a winner from the switchboard, and that will be um, the lucky winner of a pattern from the Ravelry store. Um, so, having said that, let me go back and get the answer to what um, prize we're giving away. So, on a previous podcast, we had the lovely yarn guys on the show, and they are giving away a hat pattern and the yarn to make that pattern. And their keyword was halos, because they did the halos of Hopathon, if you remember, back in August. And then um, the comment winner that was randomly selected is Maddie Wu. And your comment was, so enjoyed listening to this podcast featuring the halos of hope and the yarn guys. Glad to have a craft, crochet, that is able to help those in need. And so, Maddie Lou, congratulations. You are the lucky winner. Caitlin will be in touch with you to uh, get your mailing information to be able to send that over to the yarn guys. Um, so, having said that, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to scroll down here, and it looks like the keyword, uh, Amanda, is queenie for your podcast. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um, queenie is my mm-hmm. online nickname. I- Perfect. I love it. Queenie, Q-U-E-E-N-I-E, you guys. That's fantastic. Um, 
and I love that. So, does everything sound good so far, Amanda? It's it's good. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And um, let me see here. I'm going over to Blog Talk Radio, and uh, people on the Facebook Live feed are telling me that the, the switchboard is full, which is great. You have 45 callers. Um, so I am scrolling up and down all 45 callers. You tell me when to stop, and that will be the lucky winner. Can I oh, pick a number? Uh, you Sure. Can I go for number 13, as that's my birthday? Sure, let me count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. That is area code 507, oh, I clicked on it, and then it's 507-259. Hello? Are you there? Hello? Hi, who is this? This is Susan. Hi, Hi Susan. Susan. Where are you calling us from? Um, Southeast Minnesota. Very cool. Susan, you're talking to Amanda and Marley. Say hey to Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Oh. Love your pattern. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Very cool. Oh. Well, Susan, congratulations. You actually win a Ravelry pattern from her. Um, is she able to select whichever one she wants, Amanda, or do you have a one already chosen? No, she can choose which one is her, her favorite. Oh, that'll be tough. Well, okay, you have I can many that. to choose from. So, okay, so what I'll have you do is I will have you go ahead and check out the Ravelry page. You can check out all the patterns, Susan, and then email yep. me, winner at yarnpodcast.com, winner at yarnthingpodcast.com, with your um, Ravelry ID and which one you chose, and we'll get that information over to Amanda. Okay, that'll be great. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you for listening and hanging with us today. Thanks. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye, hon. So cool. Amanda, I, seriously, I've had a wonderful time having you on the podcast, just getting to know you a little bit and learning a little bit about your process and how this book came to be. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, I'm honored that you, you sent it to me. It's really fantastic. It's really just gorgeous. Um and it's it's been a real treat having you on the show. Thank you for having me. It's it's, it's been a bit, bit rocky, but <laughs> we got there in the end. You know what? And it's it's funny because we haven't had a rocky show like this in so long. I thought we were doing great. And then, of course, it's today's show. Of course it is. So I apologize. We will have to have you back on when everything smooths out, and we will we'll have a, we'll have a second go at it. That would be nice. That would be nice. It's probably, to be fair, it's probably my computer, which is is not very well behaved. One day I will have a new Well, one. I can totally <laughs> I can relate to that. Well, I will be following you online. I think your work is amazing. If people wanted to follow your your work as well, what how what are your um, call signs or what are your handles online so that way they can find you? Um, I'm oh, Amanda's Crochet Blankets. Uh, uh, my Facebook group, I think, is Amanda's Crochet Blankets. 
I'm Queenie Amanda Two on Instagram. Um, I think I'm Queenie Amanda on Twitter. You can follow my blog, which is Amanda's Crochet Blanket Adventures, which um, I've been writing for quite a while, and I have all the latest updates and news on the blog. And I'm also Queenie Amanda on Ravelry. Fantastic. So you guys can follow her, no problem. And don't worry, Caitlin will make sure that she gets all of those links in the show notes as well, which are available at marleybird.com. Make sure if you leave a comment over there, you use the word Queenie, and that will enter you for a chance to win a prize from Amanda. Thank you so much, Amanda, for joining us on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely. Awesome. All right, hon, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> so wonderful. What a nice individual. I feel so bad that the the podcast, like, broke out on her. Of course it would be this one, right? Of course it would be. Um, oh, it just stinks. So I didn't really get a chance to go too far in depth with the book as much as I wanted to because I was afraid that the show would – cancel out on me again, but I want to tell you guys, like, this book is really beautiful. It's simply amazing. Um, it's, it's, it's just wonderful. And, you know, it's one of those things that when you want to support crochet and quality crochet stuff, this is one of those books you really want to pick up and do because it is, it's stunning. It's simply gorgeous. Crocheted Afghans, it's a little bit outside the box. Um, from your typical Afghan book, and uh, I think she just did a spectacular job. Beyond that, her individual patterns that are available over on Ravelry are just as gorgeous. Um, not going to lie, looking at the fox gloves, um, fox gloves blankets, like, wow, they are so beautiful, so beautiful. Hopefully you guys will go check those out and support another wonderful uh, crochet designer out there who just loves color, loves design, and just does a really fantastic job. Amanda Perkins, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. And thank you to all of you for sticking it out with me. I don't know what happened, but you hung in there. And if you were on Facebook Live, you saw what it looked like on my end and the panic that happens when calls get dropped. And then when my call gets dropped, like it's like, what the heck? <laughs> but, you know, I hold it together the best I can. I'm a one-woman show, guys. One-woman show over here. It's all I've got. And uh, I just have a good time doing it. Hopefully you guys had a good time today as well. Please check out the Amazon link I put up on Facebook Live. I'll also put it in the show notes as well for the Rainbow Crocheted Afghans or Rainbow Crocheted Blankets, depending on what, what part of the world you live in. Um, and you will have a good time. You will love this book, guys. It's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Okay, let's see if Blog Talk Radio likes me enough to play our exit music. Hey, we got something going on here. Once again, thank you so much, Mr. Perkins, for joining the podcast today. I really appreciate it. And uh, I love your book, Rainbow Crocheted Afghan. I want to say thank you to Buffalo Wolf Company. Read a bug, bag, crafting palm, stitches.events, and red heart yarns are out of the I will uh, talk to you guys again. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.